Hello everyone, welcome to Coffee Talk with A. My name is Arlene, just call me A. I'm a life coach and I'm here to help you realize that you are endowed with the ability of empowerment to be the person that you want to be. So for today's episode, we have a Sunder who said that she couldn't leave her toxic relationship and wants to understand why. And today's episode is so special. It's because I have a guest or we have a guest today. She's a very good friend of mine, an author of Mind Rewiring, and she's also a mindset coach. A mom who has gone so much in life and has recovered and is now helping a lot of women all over the world through the books that she wrote and by sharing her journey as an empowered woman. So grab your coffee while tuning in for today's episode. In today's episode, we will be talking about possible reason why it's hard for some women to leave a very unhealthy and toxic relationship. But let's check what the statistics are telling us. According to New York Times, which has been published 2019, there has been a worldwide increase of domestic abuse during the COVID-19 crisis. In fact, 84% of women and 75% of men reported having a toxic friendship relationship. And there's one out of three women and one out of four men reported to being abused by their romantic partners. And if you do more research in Google, you will find out more that numbers increasing yearly in different kinds of domestic abuse. So these are facts that people need help through awareness because not everyone is open to seek and shout for help. Most of them will keep it from their friends and family for fear of being judged and not being understood. My goal for this episode is to provide insights around what keeps you holding on in that unhealthy relationship and help you understand yourself too. Here's a voice clip coming from our one of our followers. Her name is Tanya, not her real name of course, and she's from Cebu City. Hi coach, I just want to ask something. I was in a toxic relationship, but until now, I don't know the answer to my question. Why is it so hard to let go of someone who keeps on hurting me physically and emotionally? Thank you so much, Tanya, for sending in your question. Remember that you don't deserve what you went through, that it came to a point you were so scared of your life. The action and the behavior of this person is not your fault. I hope you are now in your healing journey and to remember that you need to constantly hold on to you and not for anything else, not for anyone else. Believe that you deserve love and be treated with respect. I've been talking with Tanya for several times, especially during those times she needed support about her situation where violence was happening. 
the person has been very abusive to her verbally, emotionally, and physically. Tanya and I actually talked about her childhood background where she also experienced abuse from her family or parents as she grows up and still unhealed with these wounds until now. You see, when you came from a toxic family and have experienced abuse, it is so hard to remove that unhealed part of you and unconsciously, actually, you won't be able to undo that. Those needs that were not meant is manifesting in your relationship by craving for those needs from the person you are in a relationship with. Thus, you become codependent emotionally to the person. The toxicity comes in when you meet someone who is also dealing with different emotional, mental, and physical needs who came from a bad breakup or childhood trauma or had a bad experiences in life that they are still coping up. I remember Tanya asked me, why am I getting these type of men in my life? Where are the good men now? Why am I surrounded with low quality men? My second relationship was seven years after my first relationship. I got so tired being alone in life in general. I grew up alone without a parent to guide me, being independent, strong, stubborn, and resilient in life are some of the traits I carry on so I can survive and continue living. I ask myself so many times, why am I still existing? I wasn't ready getting married. I was so young at that time. But since I got pregnant, I took ownership of it. My motivation was, I don't want my son to be in a broken family without a mother, without, you know, a father. I don't want him to experience the same pain I went through growing up without my parents. This was my motivation. I wasn't truly aware of what I want. It was what I needed at that time, to have a family of my own. When we do not know what we want, why we need it, and why we are making such huge decisions in life, we might end up questioning ourselves for the situation we enter into. Because our motivation is entering in a relationship wasn't clear, and it comes from our needs instead of coming from a place of love and commitment. When we focus on what we need, because of what we didn't get as a child or as an individual as a result of our bad and painful experiences in life, we attract people with the same quality. Why am I saying this? If I feel I am not good enough and I feel like I want to be loved because I didn't get that emotional satisfaction from my parents, tendency is to seek it from others. So when someone enters into my life and have shown me a little bit of love the way I see it, I would right away thought, oh, this person loves me. And then I develop an instant attachment to this person, which will hinder me to see the red flags because my emotional needs comes first. I did not give myself the chance to choose and select. I did not give myself a chance to filter the kind of man I will have relationship with. The reason is because I wasn't aware of my needs. 
my wounds, and I have not understood myself due to lack of self-awareness. I literally do not know myself. Let us listen to what Toya, our guest for today, have to say about her own experience being in a toxic relationship and her realization. Thank you so much, Toya, for the time. And also, I appreciate you for being here with me today uh, with my uh, Coffee Talk podcast. And we will be talking about why is it so hard for women, for some women who's been in an abusive or toxic relationship, you know, to just let go of their relationship. So, if you can provide us more insight. But before that, can you introduce yourself to our viewers and to our listeners? Of course. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me. You know, um, um, so my name is well, I go by Toya Paradisa, but my name is official Latoya Neverson. Um, a published author. I'm a mindset coach. I help women across the world heal themselves and come back into their natural being and become even the best version of themselves. So. It could be through relationships, abusive relationships, any of that sort, right? So, uh, yeah, here I am, and uh, let's, let's Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy to have you here with me. You know, the first time I realized my, my purpose was actually when I was working with you. And I came into oh. realization when you had the Ava company before, and yes. you have this... Uh, boot camp and all that and I realized that oh my god this person is so passionate about helping people and I, I felt like I want to do the same and I remember the advice you gave me before that you just go for it just go mm-hmm. for it so here I am now yes yes I'm I'm so proud of you I'm looking at you and I'm like wow she's doing it yes <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. yes thank yes. you Toya yeah so I guess my, my, my question here is that um how do we define a toxic and abusive relationship? Um, well, at first, sometimes when you're actually in the toxic, abusive relationship, you are not aware of it. Oh. Um, we take on a lot of things thinking it's normal or it's just a fight or we make excuses uh, for whatever we're going through with our partners. But sometimes it takes a third party um or actually self-reflecting on is this a normal behavior how am i feeling in this relationship it takes like a third um persons like you have to come out of yourself you have to come out of that relationship you have to see from that perspective to say no this is not normal and actually get the help you need to or get out of the toxic relationship or set boundaries that you can actually respect so your relationship can most likely grow and work because a lot of us um we have certain bad habits um coming into a relationship we also have baggage coming in from other relationships and what happened we 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 really don't realize until it's too late 
you know, and we're not by ourselves. The other person as well, our partners are coming from other relationships. They're coming probably from an abusive background. So it, it, it's a lot, it, it's a lot, and it's very challenging. It, it's hard to get out of that relationship, especially when you have a type of habit with that person. Um, and as well, the things you say to yourself, like, okay, I can't get out because I don't have enough money, or uh, we have kids, or there's a lot of things that we make excuses for to actually stay in the relationship and we don't get help, you know? So, yeah, yeah I don't know. That's, that, that, that's deep, I can relate to that. Um, based on my own experience as well, I didn't know I was in a toxic relationship emotionally and mentally because I just learned that my partner was actually cheating on me. And I yeah. thought like, I need to make sure that this relationship will work out because I had a past relationship that has you know, failed and this time I don't want that to happen mm. again. That was my excuse. And um, mm. yeah, that was my excuse. And I, I guess on a personal level, I realized that I was so scared to be alone. Mm. And yes. I don't want to deal with life and then having, you know, a, a baby dealing with it alone when there's this person that I really like. And so it gave me that excuse that no, this time this should work out because you know um, there might not be any chance for me for someone to you know love me. Just you know this person is loving me. Where it's just an excuse, and I was basing my decision based on how I see this person, based on my emotional need, not based on how this person is treating me. So do you have any? you know, experience as well? Yes, uh, I do. Um, many. <laughs> but um, to speak of one, when I actually realized that I was in an abusive relationship, I realized that it was also my actions and my choices um, when I was in the relationship with the person uh, that brought it that far. Um, so when I was with in, in my past relationship, I was just thinking I was the problem. What am I not doing right? Why is this happening to me? But I love this person. Okay, but I need to be this perfect woman. I need to be able to do this and that and care for him. And, and then I, I, I realized that why am I even doing this? Because at one point I will cook, but I didn't feel like cooking and the food will come out not good. And I'm just like, why am I forcing myself to do all these things? So um, I, I, I realized that I had a part in the abusive um, relationship. I was abusing myself. I wasn't uh, setting healthy boundaries. I didn't even know what boundaries were. I didn't even... And because I didn't know what boundaries were, I didn't know how to respect anything I would say, right? Um, it was, for me, it was like, okay, do everything that I needed to do to please this person. So I was literally just existing to please this individual. And the abuse came from me first. And when I began to self-reflect, when I began 
to say, no, I don't want to be treated like this. No, I want to be loved. But what is love? I started asking myself these questions and I started that journey to love myself. And it's, it, it is a journey because just imagine, um, I, I realized that through the healing process, through the asking questions, through the reflection, I noticed this comes from my childhood, not having my parents um, to raise me and being neglected from that love. I was just seeking this love in other persons. It could even be a friendship. You know, I will make sure that person is pleased. And I'm like, okay, so I started asking myself, why do I want to please that person so badly? And it's really because I want to be accepted. I want to be seen as this person who's nice. And I'm, I just got fed up. I just got annoyed of it. And I said, no, that's it. And the more I came into myself, the more I understood what boundaries were, it took, it, it's a journey. When I started understanding these things, now I was able to set boundaries. And I had to practice setting boundaries for myself. And I had to practice respecting them. And I had to practice adding consequences to them, you know, and, um, and accepting myself. Because I, I know if I allow people to treat me the way that I treat myself, I can't just blame them. I also have to take responsibility of the choices that I have in that relationship. So, yeah. yeah. That you, yeah. you are a very strong woman, <laughs> an empowered woman, Toya. <laughs> I admire your, your ability to, you know, get yourself out from that situation when you realize your worth. I think this was uh, this was one of the conversations Jay Shetty has been mentioning in his On Purpose uh, video that you have to talk to yourself honestly and genuinely and ask yourself the right question so you would be aware of what's really uh, that, that that you want. Yeah, and and that pain, that journey, it, it's not an overnight process. I I believe. You've been experiencing that for very long, very time. long time before you realize this is enough. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. Yes, we have to be tired. Is that the turning point to feel yes. tired? Yes, you have to be so tired that it's like this is it. It's it. I had enough. I'm tired of suffering. I'm tired of the pain. I have to get, I don't care what it takes me, but I have to get out. I have, however that looks like, right? So you have to want to get out. You have to want better for yourself. You you have you have to be just fed up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So when you realize that this is not making you happy, that relation is not making you happy, it's not allowing you to grow, uh, on a personal level with that person and that relationship is just giving you a lot of pain that's it you're done right and I think that's what happened to me when I realized that I'm supposed to be feeling happy and inspired and motivated in life but I feel like 
I'm dying inside. It's because this person keeps um, hurting me. And I love what you said earlier that you also have that responsibility, your role in that relationship. And when you realize of your role, and you realize that you are deservicing yourself by overstepping your boundaries because we didn't even know that, uh, that we have to set boundaries. And so we are allowing that, you know, abuse to happen and it's not making us, you know, the person that we should be or we supposed to be, right? Exactly. Yeah. So so what was the first step that you did, um, Toya, uh, when you were actually trying to leave that toxic relationship? I had to leave that toxic self. Um, I began because you see when I was in that toxic relationship the person was trying to show me that I needed to love myself. It's very interesting. And because I didn't love myself. I couldn't understand what they were conveying to me. So we would fight. And it's to the point by that person being themselves and doing what they wanted to do and be happy within themselves. I just, I I was seeing the reflection. I was seeing, it's like if that person was just responding to me. So, because I was able to just reflect and ask myself these questions, how am I feeling? Why am I feeling like this? Why am I doing this? This is where it began because I was tired. Had I not done so, I wouldn't get the answers that I got during the the, the whole process. So, it's really from there that I, 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 I really began to be like, no, this is not what I want. This is not how I want to live. I'm tired. And that's where it all began. The thing is, is when you're coming into that knowledge and that truth of where you are, what happens is that you may be in conflict with the person. And I had to be okay with that a lot of the times we're not okay with certain things so we don't want to confront the situation because we know it's gonna go south yeah. but before I confronted the person or before I started reflecting on myself we would still have battles so why not confront the person for the right means which is now I'm learning to love myself now I've had enough I no longer want to be treated this way. And the person now, because they have the habit of treating you a way that you've allowed them to, it becomes a struggle for them now to let go. So it's it's a work between the partners. That person has to respect and love you enough to say, okay, this person is trying to love themselves. This person is waking up to what they've been doing. So it's a it's a work for, for, for both individuals. It's a teamwork. Yeah, 
and it could be very challenging especially if you don't know where you are because you're going through the process you're just like what is this why are we we keep arguing i thought you wanted me to love myself i thought you wanted this but one thing we're missing is that it's a process and um that habit has to kick in they say it takes 30 to 90 days for you to do something over and over and over again for it to then become a part of your life and then become you so yeah my first thing was really being tired of it and asking myself questions yeah why i'm in this situation yeah you ask yourself why you are in this situation and why you are allowing this to happen and so it's attracting you know that abuse to you because it started from you exactly yeah. yes do you yes. think do you think toya when we allow people to disrespect us or abuse us either mentally emotionally physically do you think it has something to do with how we see ourselves from the wounds that we had from the past Does yes definitely mm-hmm. yes it does affect drastically everything that we've learned before or the beliefs that we have um affects every type of relationship that we have um beginning with ourselves so if we've learned and taught to uh just please people yeah. and we haven't done that self work to see like hey why am i doing this then going into a relationship you don't under, you don't even know what respect is because you've never really respected yourself right and if the other person is the same thing that haven't done that work on themselves as well it's like two unhealed person yes. going into a relationship expecting to make each other happy it's not going to work yeah it's not going to work yeah and, and the sad part is that you become a unhealed parent exactly yeah. it all goes that trickles down yes. to the kids too it becomes yes. a cycle it becomes yes. a cycle so yes. it's good that we're talking about this so we can break that cycle because we have kids that we need to consider when talking to several women who yes. has been a victim of emotional and mental and physical abuse by their parents and so they are also in a toxic relationship yes it, it became mm-hmm. patterns because we were so used to be treated bad it's like we're continuously seeking this because we thought we deserve to be treated that way and it's a psychological effect right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and it becomes a part of us and if we're not aware of that then we're going to be victims right exactly. as well as our mm-hmm. children so what i'm picking from you right now is that you you felt so tired about how this person is treating you and how you feel about yourself and second you ask yourself questions that made you realize that hey this is not i i my my worth i i'm i'm worth more than this and i can be more than this right and then third is the self awareness journey that self work you were talking um a while ago and these are really good stuff right sometimes we deny of the things that we supposed to give ourselves because we thought love is tolerating people to whatever they want to do to us it's not love when we don't exactly. love when we don't love ourselves and how, how can we you know recognize that the, lo- the, the 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 treatment that this person is doing to us is also love 
will you ever give that love to others too? Exactly. So, mm-hmm. love is more about respecting your boundaries. It's more about you caring for yourself so you can give that care, same level of care and affection to others because you have given that to yourself. Yeah? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and, and it takes a lot of self-awareness to do that to do that yeah is this this something acceptable to me or is this something (laughs) that's a yes for me or a no for me and it's a constant you know it's a constant uh conscious decision to really pick yourself or choose yourself every day every moment Mm -hmm. of your life so when Mm -hmm. the time comes when you have that enough love for yourself then you can freely give that to others too and you right. won't feel tired giving that to them because you're already full of love. Yeah? Exactly, so for me, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, I, I think uh, we've been getting a lot of uh, things here, stuff here. And uh, we have 52 or 9 minutes left. Oh, yeah. for for the I'm telling Zoom. you we could talk forever you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we can do this uh, again you know but uh, just for uh, before we before I let you go what do you think a healthy relationship looks like when both persons are healed okay so um, it doesn't have a particular look um, both people are dealing with different issues in their lives. Um, both people have different childhood. Both people need to do that self-reflection um, individually, you know, um, to know what they don't like or what's causing them pain and, and, and so forth so they can convey that to the other person, right? Now, if we're not, if we don't know, if we haven't done that self-reflection, if we don't know anything about ourselves, then we're just gonna, whatever triggers us that we don't know that's triggering us, it's just gonna cause fights, it's just gonna cause abuse, it's just gonna cause a whole lot of that stuff. So I I strongly suggest that we really find our true identity, our true self, and heal from the the hurts of our past. And um, it is a journey, so I'm not saying not to find a companion and and you know because you haven't finished the, the the journey right we're never finished it's just at least getting started yeah. and expressing that and your loved one is getting started with you as well yeah. you know and they both you know um communicate that to each other and they help each other to grow you know respectfully you know um so yeah yeah, yeah. I agree yeah. with that. Communication is so important. Self-expression is so important in a relationship. I believe I heard this um, a while ago when I was doing my research that there are three components of a really healthy relationship. And I think you were able to uh, provide those insights, Atoya. First is to be able to express, meaning you're able to communicate with your partner what your expectations, your boundaries, what um, what what you need to work on in that relationship, and it has to have both of you has to have an open mind, you know, in respecting and accepting each other's flaws and strength, right? So it, it's it's more of communicating each other's um, feelings or expectations or wants and needs, right? Second would be I think it's um, 
the, the, the connections. The connection that you have together or the connection between you and your partner is so important in a relationship because even if you're not compatible, you can actually work on something if you're connected, if you have the same vibes, if you have the same level of commitment, of passion, mm-hmm. of love, mm-hmm. you know, and affection for each other. That will work, I think. And mm-hmm. I believe mm-hmm. you mentioned that it's a never-ending process, right? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. You've got to choose if you want to uh, make this relationship work or not. It's a constant battle and choosing every day. So it will work and have a healthy relationship, yeah. So yeah, I think and lastly would be the compat- compatibility. I think if you have the same um, wants or hobbies or yeah, goals, goals yeah. and dreams and drive, yeah. mind, um, not yes. the same. I say mind, but meaning like just, just, just that aura, just that you know. If yeah, just that, just, just that mindset yeah yeah the mindset yeah. yeah yeah so i i thank you so much Toya, for this time <laughs> i want to talk more about this you know but we have a very limited time yeah, but cool. i want to invite you once again uh for uh, any future you know um podcasts and topics that i might need help from you so thank you for your time i know you are God so busy you. with your books uh, and all we, we all are. Don't worry about it. I'm just honored to be here that, you know, we could share something yes, to yes. help others. You know, it, it, it's a blessing. So I'm grateful and I thank you too. And anytime you need me, hey, yes. I will make time. That's thank it. You. Thank you. Invite yes. everyone for your new book. I think you have a new book for yes. kids and any yes. programs that you have uh, currently. Yes, uh, the, the, for the kids, uh, bullies are this guy. It's two stories in one. So it's really teaching the kids, you know, abuse at a very young age. Mm-hmm. Uh, bullying is a part of that too, you know. Yes. Kids, uh, I, I see that <laughs> bullies is just that they're insecure or they're going through something at home and they're taking it out on other children, you know, um, to feel valued or to feel however they want to feel. So. Yeah, those two stories that are just showing um, what bully is looks like. So it's on That's Amazon.com. Great. Yes, yeah. exactly. Thank yes. you. Thank yes. you so, so much. Get it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll definitely get one because I have kids yeah. as well. So lastly, what would be your final message to any women who's actually in a very abusive and toxic relationship? If there's a message that you want to say to these women, Mm-hmm. I would say I know it's hard I know it's challenging it's easier said than done to just get out but first thing I would say is really ask yourself the questions why are you in this relationship why are you taking the abuse what is it what's in it for you and do you want to get out and if yes. not how do you want to work through your relationship? Is your partner ready to work with you? These are things that we need to ask ourselves. You know, so it starts with the self-reflection. Yes, and a decision that they have to make. If it's yes. a yes or a no. If you really want this to, if you want to end this or not. Exactly. It's, it's, a, it's a decision to make, yeah. That's Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Darlene. God bless you. You too, you too. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye now. Bye-bye.
There you go. I met Toya around 2019. I was admiring her work of how she helped a lot of women in her community. At that time, I knew I wanted to do something to help women. I have already defined my purpose, but I was looking for a mentor as I do not know how to start being involved with this cause. So, I've been personally involved to a community of women who were victims of different kind of abuse. And these women are coming from different parts of the world, sharing their stories and seeking support. Most common question and help they need I get during our one-on-one coaching is that they are so confused of what they need to do. Just like what Toya mentioned, we need to set boundaries. Meaning, are you accepting what's happening to you in that relationship? Can you define what's yes and no for you? Can you express if it's a yes or a no for you? Second, she mentioned about self-work, which is self-awareness. What is your accountability and role in that abusive and toxic relationship? By asking yourself the right questions, you might find the answers in your heart. Self-work, as she mentions, only happens when you intentionally ask yourself with the right questions. Third, do I still want to continue with this relationship? Can you really say it, I had enough and I'm tired of this whole thing? You've got to make a decision if this is something you want or no longer want. This question, do I still want to continue with this relationship is so critical because that would pave a way for you to know if you still want or don't want it. And that's where you, 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 you know, make a decision and take action. Most of the time, this is where the confusion comes in. We know what we deserve. We know our boundaries. We know if it is wrong or not. But the reason why we cannot take and make action is because we have not decided yet. We create a lot of excuses. Why? Because of the beliefs we also created in ourselves. And what are those beliefs or limiting beliefs that we created that is stopping us from making a decision example would be oh I, I cannot do it alone or i have kids and i cannot support them and it's going to be too hard for me i don't think i can do it but i love him and he might change for me in the next few months or in the future or i don't want to be alone or i might not find another man who will love me or he won't let me do it and we can go on and on with these limiting beliefs that we're telling ourselves tony robbins says if you want to change the course of your life you have to make a decision and the question is how do we make decisions what would decisions are based or where would decisions are based from so there are some several factors that you know might guide you in making a decision and i have also been following this and considering this whenever i need to make huge decisions in my life especially if it's about relationship decisions are based from what you believe is right for you so this is so important that you have and understood and is clear to you your principles the rules that you set for yourself 
and your values what do you believe what is right and wrong what is you know black and white for you and you have to consider as well your emotional state are you at the height of your emotions because you cannot make decisions when you are emotionally involved you have to be logically clear before you make decisions because when you're emotionally involved when you are emotional you are driven by how you feel about this person or you might not see eye to eye what this person is treating you because it's more about how you feel about this person or you feel about them lastly decisions are based from facts or information or references so these guides is actually applicable not only in a relationship but in any aspects of your life that should you know considering making a huge leap or you know making a huge decision to, to change your life and this is so helpful I would like to acknowledge those of you who are in this unhealthy relationship. It's easy to say than done. Some of you might be looking for that turning point when you can finally say, enough is enough. Some of you might not want to act on it yet because you are considering a lot of things. Some of you might not know that you have the power to change your life by making a decision to stop it. Or some of you might still in denial and are still considering give it another try. In whatever circumstances you're currently in, there's one absolute fact. That if you want to change your life, make a decision and act on it. When you're ready to do it, go for it. I will be ending this episode here and will continue next Saturday where we will be talking about how to leave a toxic relationship and how to set boundaries. But before that, let me quote to you one of Jay Shetty's um, words uh, during, her, during his interview uh, through his on-purpose video in YouTube. And he said that it's in those painful moments that you will realize how powerful you are. Pain will help us, you know, realize what we deserve and what's right for us. Most often, when we experience pain because of so many different reasons, we are inclined to seek for positivity and happiness right away instead of reflecting what it's teaching us. If you're experiencing pain because of this toxic relationship, pay attention to that pain. Most often, we're looking for the outside source of our pain and challenges. Yet, the most important challenge we need to pay attention with is the internal war we sometimes deny and ignore. So, bye everyone and tune in on our next episode on Saturday, 5pm. And please visit, like, and share my Dear Besh Facebook page and follow me on my Instagram account, Arlene Alfonso. And if you wish to schedule a one-on-one coaching with me, the first 40 minutes is free of charge and you will also find the link to my calendar for available slots on my social media accounts i just mentioned or just send me a dm talk to you again next saturday and remember that life is beautiful